Hello, and welcome to The Midlife with Kimberly Sampson and Tracy Feldstein. If you're over 40 and under dead, you're in the right place. Hey there, I'm Kimberly Sampson, and welcome to The Midlife Podcast, where we discuss tools and strategies to turn your midlife crisis into your midlife transformation. Some of what you'll hear is from the recipe I use to get myself out of my own midlife funk. Some of what we'll discuss draws on my career in finance and banking and my experiences with entrepreneurship. All of it, my personal experience and my professional expertise are yours to help you design your next best chapter and thrive. We'll also have a special segment called Reinvented sprinkled in every few weeks. You'll hear from inspiring women who have changed course after 40, proving it's never too late to start something new. Join me. Welcome to episode 28 of The Midlife. It's Thanksgiving week, so naturally, this seemed like a good week to talk about gratitude. Original, right? Gratitude seems to be one of the buzzwords of the day. If you're a woman in midlife and hearing that word makes you want to punch someone in the face, this episode is for you. Here's the thing. If you're feeling depressed, unmotivated, undervalued, and exhausted, a gratitude practice may just be what the doctor ordered. Literally. In fact, scientific studies have proven that having a gratitude practice not only improves your mental health, but actually changes the structure of your brain. And I mean, who doesn't want greater activation of their medial prefrontal cortex? Starting a gratitude practice is a simple three-step process. One, grab a journal, your planner, your calendar, or a plain old sheet of paper. Two, set an alarm on your phone for the same time every day. Three, write a single phrase of gratitude daily. If you're a person of brevity like I am, this can take you as little as 30 seconds per day. If the spirit moves you, perhaps you want to spend longer writing. There's only one rule here. Just do it. No one is reading it. The content or length is not being graded. This is a simple act for an audience of one. There are three ways I'd like you to think about practicing gratitude. And the first one is a little against the grain. You'd expect nothing less of me. I know you're here because you're a woman in midlife looking for a fuller, richer life. I know I'm here because it's become my mission to help women like you in midlife live their next best chapter. So this is all about you. Let's start there. What if you took some time to show yourself some appreciation? I know that half your battle is that you feel beaten down and empty. It's time to be your own best friend. Start by being your biggest cheerleader. Need some direction? I've mentioned to you before that the best parenting advice I got from my first pediatrician was to catch the baby being good. Could you stop for a moment each day and appreciate something you've done no matter how small? Catch yourself being good? Maybe you actually motivated to exercise or took a step in the direction of a dream you have. Maybe you went a whole day avoiding a bad habit you're trying to give up or picked up the phone to call a friend you owed a call to. Maybe you tackled a project you've been putting off or made that doctor appointment you were supposed to three months ago. I'm not going to be picky here, and neither should you. You can also show a little gratitude for your brain and body. You are a gift. Your life is a gift. Can you stop for a moment and marvel at the miracle that you are? Did you go on a hike? Thank your body for the strength to carry you. Did you solve a problem or create something today? Were you clever and made someone laugh? Have some gratitude for your mind, your wit, and your intellect. If your gratitude practice in the beginning is only about showing yourself some love, it's the perfect place to start. After you've pumped yourself up a little, you might find it easier to practice gratitude in a more traditional way. 
If you're ready to take the focus off of yourself, appreciate something about your surroundings. No doubt your day-to-day outings have decreased or come to a complete halt. Stop to appreciate that you have a comfortable space to wait out rolling shutdowns in this awful pandemic. Get specific. Do you have a fireplace that you enjoy today? Is there a particularly comfy spot that you claim is your own on the couch? Maybe you ventured outdoors today. Hopefully you took deep breaths and noticed nature, its sounds and smells. The more you look to be grateful, the more you'll find yourself marveling at the tiniest things you used to take for granted. Next, appreciate something about your friends. Did you have a particularly soulful or engaging talk with someone today or did they make you laugh? Did someone just take a little time out of their day to send you a check-in text or a meme that made them think of you? Are you starting to see that a gratitude practice is truly about the little things? I think part of the hesitation for women to take part in this is the guilt that we're not grateful enough, and then if we stop to think about it, we'd feel badly that we aren't looking at the big picture. More pressure and expectations. Boy, are we good at that. I'm not letting you off the hook completely on that, because I do believe that we sow a lot of our own discontent in midlife by not recognizing all the good in our lives and focusing too much on the inconveniences. But I do know that acknowledging the little things has the potential to accumulate into a big, gushy ball of thankfulness, the most satisfying byproduct of which is that the irritations and frustrations of all the other stuff starts to melt away. Good feelings triumph over bad when you focus your energy on the more positive aspects of your life. In the wise words of my dad to his ever-stressed, never-satisfied, A-type personality daughter, don't sweat the small shit. I believe that advice was received at the tender age of nine, and you wonder where I get my directness. Speaking of family, yes, they get under our skin and drive us crazy, especially now when we're all cooped up and on top of each other, daily, every minute, with no time alone, constantly. They become less irritating when you start to recognize and appreciate them. A lot of times, this is going to require you to accept whatever annoying behavior they have and flip it around to see the good in it. My big boys are jamming late every night with electric guitars and singing, usually while I'm trying to write. Instead of being distracted and pissy, I think about how much fun they must be having together. When my eight-year-old paces and breathes heavily outside my bathroom door waiting impatiently for me to finish, I remember he won't be little forever, and it's actually sweet that he has something he needs to tell me. I also tell him to go away and stop being a stalker, but not until after I pause and think my happy thoughts. So high up on the list can be writing something quick to appreciate something about your family, children, parents, siblings. And the one gratitude statement that can possibly make the biggest impact on your day-to-day life, start appreciating your spouse. I know this can be a toughie right now in long-term marriages, but appreciate something about your partner. Remember, catch them being good. We so easily fall into the pattern of focusing on what drives us crazy about our partners and the negative pattern is totally unproductive. They don't really change, right? So look for and appreciate the contributions your partner is making. It may take some practice to break the cycle of only noticing the bad. Also, if we're being honest, we set an unreasonable standard of looking for and only appreciating grand gestures. That's not what this is about. This is actually about the little things. You'll be shocked by how noticing many little things starts to accumulate into a mass of overwhelming gratitude for the probably totally decent and kind person you're married to. Disclaimer, of course, if you're in a relationship with an addict or mentally or physically abusive person, you need to seek qualified help and none of this is relevant to you until you are safe. Here's another benefit of gratitude. 
Life and change seem so much less overwhelming when you acknowledge the good. It serves as a grounding foundation that allows you to go out and take some risk to improve your life, try a new hobby, follow that idea that's been nagging at you, learn something completely new. A gratitude practice at first can feel very personal and private, but I've noticed something now that I've been doing it for a while. I'm more willing to express my gratitude aloud to the people around me because those positive feelings well up in me more easily. And don't you know it? The more you express appreciation for the people around you, the more they try to do things to please you. It's like the ultimate manipulation except everyone wins. Want to really brighten someone's day? Write a note or text or an email of gratitude just because. It really does feel good and they will be walking on clouds. I'm not as consistent as I'd like to be, but I write a quick line of gratitude in my paper planner most afternoons. Here's a few things that have graced my gratitude journal, and I'm not embarrassed to tell you that you made the list. I put my thoughts out there into the interwebs, and you come back time and again to listen. And every once in a while, you send me an email about an episode you like, or I see a new review or rating. That feedback is fun and rewarding, and a welcome reminder that I'm truly lending a voice to this universal experience of midlife. I'm also super grateful that my children are healthy, one a COVID survivor, and all are home for the holidays. I'm grateful for being married to the kindest, most supportive man on the planet who is also a genius at crossword puzzles. I'm grateful that my little family of five feels like a team. I'm grateful for the incredible friends that I've amassed throughout my life. I'm grateful not only for the love and support they provide me, but that they've allowed me to love and support them back. I feel genuinely worthwhile and purposeful in my life. I'm grateful for my general good health and my great ass. I'm learning to be grateful also for the things that I've lost or wanted and never had. I'm grateful to see the lesson in adversity and to be more appreciative and focused in the things that are in the here and now. I am grateful to be serving you and hopefully being an example to you that life by no means is half over. It's just halfway to getting started. Now it's your turn. Try starting a gratitude practice for the rest of the year and let me know how it affects you. Well, that's it for this week. Gobble gobble to you and yours. And thanks again for being here. I'm grateful. <laughs>